in Texas, the big D. Yes. <laughs> So we're here on Mixing It Up with Maggie with Destiny. Hi, everyone. This is like our part two because we did the first one on social media activism like a few weeks ago. When was it? Like a month ago? Yeah, probably. Or two months ago. But this time we're doing it together. Oh, yeah. In person. I landed yesterday, um, yesterday afternoon. And I was in the airport for like two minutes and I was already sweating. Like, what is that about? <laughs> Yesterday was probably the most humid day that I've had since the last summer. So I was like, yay, perfect day for Maggie to come and sweat. <laughs> it's been like weird because in New York it's raining, but it's still chilly. And then I come here and I feel like I brought the rain with me, but it's humid. So it's like disgusting outside. But we're inside a car, so it's, it's okay. It's nice. And we're going to go get um, brunch. So that's something to look forward to. So that's, that's, what, that's what we're doing right now. But we were just talking about how um, when you moved here and like the whole process of like getting a car and getting a job and all of that stuff, I still think that you're one of the bravest people. I mean, oh, it's true. thank you. I tried. You kind of had a plan because I feel like, okay you packed your stuff you, you you came here to look at everything first you applied to school and everything and then um you also had like a family member here so it was a little bit like a plan yeah no i definitely did have a plan i'm saying i think it's cool when people can just like wake up and be like well i'm moving to alaska like that is cool to me but um yeah i definitely had a plan i um i had applied to grad school out here um, and I just wanted something, like, a reason, I guess, to go to Texas. And I was like, hey, like, you remember, I was, like, so anxious about, like, seeing if I got into school or not. And it was kind of like, I waited, I took the test, and I just got an email, like, hey, um, when are you coming to school? Like, you're accepted. And I'm like, yay, like, I have a reason to go. Now people won't ask me, like, why did you come to Texas? Because I have no idea. Like, I really do not know. But, um... Once you came here, what was the first thing that you kind of missed about New York? Like, did you freak out? Or? Oh, my God, yes. So, I, my friend drove me here. Like, we got here, and it was cool. Like, I didn't feel anything until she left. It's so quiet here. Like, everybody wants to say hello, good morning, how are you? It was just a culture shock. Like, just, I guess, the attitude, like, people's attitude was the first thing that I noticed here. I was like, I need to go home because these people are too nice. Like, what do they want? Like, why are they talking to me? Why do they care how my morning is? You know. So I actually experienced this firsthand yesterday. <laughs> I, we went to the we went to eat right after the airport, and we just asked a simple question to this guy about like how you know ordering. Yeah, like where was the menu and how do we order? Because it was a place where like they I guess like they cooked the meat right there in front of you, and you look at the meat and you're able to choose which meat you want. Um, and he went, first of all, as soon as he found out that I, that was my first time there, he went into this whole explanation. At the end of the conversation, I didn't understand a word that he was saying. <laughs> and he went into, like, specific details about the meat and how to order and all these things. And, you know, and everybody's just, like, a little too nice, a little too, like, hello, how are you yeah. kind of thing. And it freaks me out because yes. I'm like, the first thing I ask is, like, what do you want? What is your intention? Yeah. And, like... 
I, I've been here for like a year and a couple months now and I when I first came here like I needed help with like a bunch of things especially my car and like I met somebody who was just like yeah like I'll help you fix your car for free and I'm like why tell me um so once you got here you got settled in and you were able to get a car um were you freaking out when you first started to drive because like we don't really drive in New York even though we have our license yeah I basically I had a license in New York I don't know why I maybe drove like five times um so when I came here like my I call him my uncle whatever um he was like oh um yeah this is the car like so I bought the car whatever um and then my nana actually gave him the money for my first car but because I feel like she's gonna listen to this and be like you did not buy that car you know anyway so she uh gave me money to buy my first car whatever i got some little like piece of shit car and then he was like yeah let's go bring it to the gas station and pump the gas i didn't know how to pump gas i was like um okay so he had to teach me that and then he's like okay and then i'm like okay what am i supposed to do he's like drive home and i was like i don't know i was on the highway like oh my god like i did not know how to drive i was so scared and i just like honestly like practice makes perfect like I didn't know like simple things like simple things that people are just like yeah like this is you know easy like I didn't know that you turn the car on and you need to put your phone on the brake like just things like that I was like I did not know this like what the hell so I completely my first car completely destroyed took off the mirror dented the front the back the side like it was just a hot mess but I mean now now you're like a pro yeah because i have to drive every single day of my life like there's no way that you can live here and have like a good job without having a car like there's just no way or even have like a social life because you can't yeah like you were talking to me about um dating now i find it so because you know i mean my my cousin she lives in florida and i know that she dated people over there and all, all that stuff but this whole concept of like are we meeting there and yes. then the car and then like what if i want to spend the night over at your place like do i just leave the car parked somewhere like do right. i i don't I, I just i don't understand that that or like you, you told me about like somebody like um saying like oh yeah i'll just come and pick you up or whatever and it's yeah. like you need my address like i don't know yes it the dating scene was i jumped into it though like i honestly was um I got here and like the first thing I did was download to uh, Tinder, POF, another because I was like, there's no way, like how am I gonna meet friends? Like I wasn't starting classes until like months later, so I'm like, let me, you know, go on here and of course Tinder, everybody's just looking for one thing, but I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll find something else, and it was just different because it's like, oh hey, like do you want to go out? And I'm like, sure, and then the girl's like, okay, I'm gonna come pick you up, and I'm like, um, sure, like I was just being reckless with life i was just getting into people's cars like i would not recommend this at all um meet the person there in your car eventually i started doing that um i was just like you know we meet there kind of thing but yeah like it's just you know like now that i'm in a relationship we kind of do like rock paper scissors like who's driving or i'm tired i don't want to drive i don't have gas really so i don't want to drive so it's just different like things that you never had to think about in new york you just like hop on the train you know here it's like who's gonna be the tired one driving yeah i think it's um i like the 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 comfort of like okay at the end of the night i can go to my own space in my own car and go home or whatnot i just i I, the whole like come and pick me up thing 
really freaks me out because I don't, I just don't know you. You're kind of stuck. You're definitely stuck. Like, even now when I, like, I have friends that we go out and I'm like, they're like, oh, I'll drive. And I'm like, oh, but like, what if we get split up? Or like, what if you get like super drunk and then I have to drive your car? Like, I don't feel, you know, there's just like so many things. I'd rather like waste my own gas and drive myself somewhere than get in a car with somebody because I'm like, God forbid something happens. How am I getting, like, obviously I could take an Uber, but it's like, you know. Yeah. Do I want to spend thirty dollars on Uber, kind of thing? Um, so yeah. So besides that, tell me. Okay, now the, I guess like the other side, because you wanted to talk to me about um, the Trump supporters here oh. and like just like social justice is not really like, even though you work in a in a um, in a nonprofit and yeah. yeah. So it's tell me a little bit about like that type of culture here compared okay. to like New York. Okay, so first of all, moving here, I was terrified. I'm like, first of all, I'm a woman. I'm gay. I'm a woman of color. Like, this is so, I'm small as fuck. Like, somebody could just, like, kidnap me. Did you know? Okay, there's, like, some statistic. I'm not going to get the numbers wrong. But, like, Texas is, like, the number one state for, like, human trafficking. So, what? Like, yes. And we're, like, right by the borders. And, like, it's a whole bunch of, like, between the countries and stuff. But in Texas as well, like... There be girls who get kidnapped and then they're like sold to sex. Like there's like stats. We'll look them up and we'll add them. Um, but yeah, so like just reading things like that, I was just so like terrified to come here. And I was like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you coming here? You know? But when I came here, I was like, wow, like all of my friends are people of color. Um, I have one friend who is white. She's um she was my coworker or whatever. And we went through our phase where I'm like, you need to know that you cannot say things like that not only around me but just in general you know and um i don't know any trump supporters like personally but like you know you'll drive and you'll see like a trump uh bumper sticker or like um there's like a house by my by where i live that has like a huge well had a huge like trump flag thing and i'm like a part of me just wants to go over there and throw eggs like at that person's house <laughs> and you know what's funny like once he you know became the president he started doing all this crazy shit the freaking like flag came down so i feel like that person like regrets the fact that a lot of people have you heard like that a lot of people regret it yeah and i feel like that's definitely like what happened in that case because there's like no sign of any trump supporting anything but then you see like a whole bunch of people they had like bernie sanders stickers and things like that so dallas is like a main city in texas so our like this city in general is like a blue city so we voted like democrat during the um election so i'm like okay that makes me feel a lot better because at least majority of the people that I'm around are a little more like liberal, you know? One thing that I did notice about um, Latinos here is the fact that, especially Mexicans, I've only heard this from Mexicans, but they are so ashamed to say that they are Mexican. And it's like, to me, I just don't understand. Like I um, will talk to, you know, a Mexican person, whatever. I went on like a couple of dates with like Mexican girls or whatever. And I'm like, oh, like, you know, what part are you from? And they're like, oh, I'm, I'm from Texas. And I'm like, oh, but you're Mexican, right? And they're like, no, my parents are Mexican, but I'm not Mexican. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what does that mean? What does it mean that your parents are Mexican, but you're not like, how, why are you not saying that you're Mexican? And they're like, oh, no, but those are the real Mexicans. Like, I'm, I'm Tex-Mex, you know? And then when people ask them where they're from, they're like, oh, I'm a Texan. I'm a Texan. I'm like, but you're a Mexican. Like, she's like, yeah, but I'm from Texas. Like, they will not say that they're Mexican here. Do you think that they maybe um, have experienced 
I don't know, or their parents probably have taught them to embrace more of this culture, like out of fear or something like that. Because for the most part, well, maybe because like you know, in New York, it's they're they're trying to preserve tradition and culture and all of that stuff, but maybe out of fear, they they like don't. I just feel like they're they're just like they don't like I don't know they just are not in tune with I guess their culture but also like it's weird because they're they're as close as they can be in Mexico like Texas is Mexico to me like I don't understand like you literally like you didn't come far like you didn't come from somewhere far but I don't know um I guess we could touch upon it like more after we eat but (laughs) yes let's go get some mimosas yes All right, so we're back. I feel like I, I don't know <laughs> how long has it been. I don't even know. Uh, like we got there at eleven, and it's three now. So yeah. it's like a picture of mimosas later, and I'm like, uh, I definitely have the itis. So bad. Yeah. <laughs> so before we went on the break, we were talking about um, Mexicans here in Texas and how you feel like they are not really proud of their culture and it's interesting because like we just went to this um ice cream place and there was a um, uh, person i wouldn't say that she was mexican she was not, she was not? <laughs> no i heard her say that she was not mexican that she was um i don't even fucking know from ecuador or something but the other guy said that he was mexican and white yeah so there, there's an abundance of Mexican people here. They just are not proud to say that they're Mexican, I guess. Yeah, and then she, she said that she didn't know Spanish because her parents never taught her Spanish. And then um, she was saying something, but like that she can sing in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And then um, she was saying, well, if you put some uh, Selena on, like I can sing. And then I think it... I think it was like a uh, a white girl, right? That she was like, I don't know who Selena is. Were you wait? You were paying attention to that when she said that. Yeah, but I think um, I don't know. It just seemed like these white people wanted to see like a Spanish girl, like a Latina, like speaking Spanish or whatever. It was kind of annoying. Um, but they were speaking Spanish. I feel like they were from like Spain or some shit. I don't fucking know. I don't know, but I'm they were circles because I'm doing this podcast, so can I concentrate? <laughs> <laughs> I legit made the wrong turn like twice already. Okay, we're gonna. Do this. We're we're still we're still driving. I feel like you know what? I think I'm gonna. I actually kind of now I'm enjoying more doing the podcast like in a car. Like the first time I did, I did it with um with Noelia on my first podcast, and I I I don't know. It was like like going back and forth and whatnot and now i feel like i have like i like this i like this like road trip kind of feeling is there something when you first came here um that like was a a cultural shock from new york i know that we talked about people talking to you you know being a little bit overly polite um and we had the car that you have to drive everywhere but was there something was was there something really different um, I think just uh, because I heard of all the like Texas stereotypes, it was scary to just kind of like, I guess, be myself here. Um, and that was 
because coming from New York where there's like so many different sides of people and it's so diverse and you know like there's always somebody who you can somewhat relate to there like I felt like it was really hard living here and like finding like my bubble and I still am having trouble finding that because I had a group of people who I thought like you know I can like vibe with and we have the same thoughts and stuff like that and like values and stuff but they're just like honestly not the same you know so like I think the biggest culture shock was like the fact that like it was hard for me to find people who just like are extreme feminists like me and like speak about social justice and will actually be like uh no that's that's not okay you shouldn't have said that you know like nobody like calls you out here and things like that and I was always used to like being around people who were like that and then coming here and you don't have that it's like what the hell and I sort of feel like I low-key like um like I'm becoming less of a feminist I feel like because I don't really like stay in touch with what's going on because I don't really have many people to talk you know about all this shit with um, so that's, I think, the biggest thing here, you know, that's different from New York. What about, um, what about something that you really do enjoy here? Like, you really, you really like, um, compare, compared to New York? I think, I don't know, maybe, like, more freedom in, in a way? Yeah, um, so I think the main two things, one is the cost of living, because oh, yeah. it's so cheap here, like... Hold on, hold on. I just yeah. have to say, you were when we when I first got here, we were in a car, and you were telling me about like your rent and how you want to get an apartment, and it has to be like six hundred bucks and whatever. And I'm looking at you like, really, like six hundred bucks for an apartment? Like your place is super nice. I'm gonna just put it out there. It's super nice. It's super affordable. And then I realized that you have a common area where like there's a pool and shit. And I'm like, oh, you nah. I know, but it's like I was telling you before, I feel like um, I can't afford, you know, like the thousand dollar apartments here, like in New York, but it's like the thousand dollar, like when you spend a thousand dollars here, you're getting like a luxury condo with like a doorman and like a game room and like things like a coffee shop, like in your like housing complex. And it's like, do I really need all of that? Like, it would be nice to have that. But if I can get an apartment for like five hundred and twenty five dollars like i'm paying now like i'm gonna do that and save my money and use my money in other like you know in other ways and stuff so yes now that i've been here i'm very cheap uh when it comes to like you know like rent and things like that um but something else that i like about being here is the fact that i'm just like more i think i kind of it might sound corny but I guess like found myself here I'm more like open with like how I dress like I kind of like in New York I was like oh no like people are gonna like think I'm crazy like wearing this purple lipstick but like really here, in New York people think you're crazy by what you're wearing like I we know. I mean I we can get away like, with it I know I feel like New York there's a crazy amount of like different people right but I just feel like since I knew people and everybody knew like my style I was just kind of like insecure about the way I dressed like I wasn't bold with like colors and patterns. what I think that you just call it well in the summer I don't know I just feel more confident now like I could wake up and throw something on and not feel anything I'm like I like this this is you know I think it's part of it part of it is because I don't I didn't know anybody here so I was like okay nobody that I know 
is gonna talk shit about me and everybody's like why do you care what other people think because at the end of the day people care what other people think and here i'm like i'm gonna wear an orange shirt with green glasses and purple lipstick and neon yellow shoes if i want to and i feel like confident and i feel comfortable so i feel like i kind of like found myself in that that aspect like you know like being able to express myself through like fashion or just the way that i present myself how's the like the job market here you would say like is it difficult to to find a job and i know that you were telling me that when the people hear that you're from new york it's it's like that's it like they don't need to hear anything else and even if you you know maybe not are not as um as qualified or as experienced just because you came from as they say the big apple which i think is so crazy that they yeah. say that here um <laughs> that you were sleeps so i'm like uh, yeah. trust me it sleeps like our city sleeps <laughs> so so it has it been like beneficial being from new york and finding a job here i definitely think so one thing uh the job market like there's tons of jobs here just like in new york there's tons of jobs like finding like a career here might be difficult if you do not have a car like you need a vehicle and like any type of reliable transportation to have like a good solid job here so that's one thing um i was privileged enough to have a vehicle and be able to like explore and go to different interviews and stuff like that but like you said um as soon as like because we did media i applied for like a bunch of media jobs and though it might not be like the best and know all this stuff about like sound and audio and lighting and all that like you know all those types of things like as soon as i said yeah like i'm from new york and i do like videos they're like oh my god like okay we need to hire her on spa blah 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 and i'm just like okay like i'm teaching myself as i go but hey if you want to <laughs> If you want to, you know, hire me because you believe that like New Yorkers are the best, then go for it. I think it's the I think it's the attitude. I think when people hear that you're from New York, they think that you can figure things out on your yeah. own, that you're more independent what? and that you can that you can hustle. Yeah, def that's exactly what I was going to say. Um, another thing that I noticed about like the workforce here, I guess is it's so much slower. Like my boss is constantly like, "Destiny, you're so like you're just the best like you're just like so fast and you get things done and like you know like I don't even have to give you deadlines because I give you something and it's done like right away and I'm like but why wouldn't it be like if you're asking me for something then yeah I'm gonna give it to you like as soon as possible she's just like I don't you know like you can just take your time and I'm like but there's like other things to be done you know like I just it's so slow here that I had to get used to like actually like taking my time with my work is it is it is it like a little Cali vibe or like what we New Yorkers consider to be like a California yeah. vibe like take like, it slow like take a chill pill whatever uh -huh. yeah I think um, at least in my experience in like working it's been like that so before we move on into talking about um, where your next adventure will take you because we were we were talking about that earlier um, any advice for people that um, would like to move or you know they're probably like around our age or a little younger than us and they probably finished college and they realize that especially specifically people in New York they, they you, you get like a really big shock after you graduate from college um, I, at least it was for me um, first of all the hustle of finding a, jo a job and then knowing that you're overly qualified for most of the jobs that you end up doing out of college and 
seeing that some jobs don't give you um i guess like don't give you the space to to rise and then also having this thing of like okay am i gonna go for a master's am i not gonna go for a master's like you know maybe i should move where should i move and you know how was i mean you your process was really fast but like any like big advice for people that are thinking about literally uprooting their life and moving somewhere else I think you just can't really think about it. Like, you just have to... I I remember, like, uh, the year before I left, I was like, yeah, like, I was dating people or whatever. And I was like, yeah, like, you know, I'm not going to be here long. I'm moving to Florida soon. And, like, that was a thought, like, a year before. But then I ended up in Texas, you know? So I always had that initial plan, like, yes, I'm getting out of New York. And a lot of New Yorkers are like, yeah, I'm going to leave eventually. But it's like you don't really start to think about it. I did it in a way, like, I had to plan everything. Like, I had to get a moving truck. I had to help friends, like, pack my stuff. I had to sign a lease before I got there. I actually got, like, a part-time job before I got to Texas. Um, I was working like one day a week, but it was still something, you know, I like got my school done. So I think like you just need to, um, one save. Cause I'm the type of person that you need, like without money, you cannot make a move. Like there's no way. Um, and that's just another story. Like you just got to do what you got to do to get the money to move and then just plan it. Like just go for it. And I would suggest not putting it out there to everybody because then you hear all the oh but what if and oh but you don't know nobody and you know like all the negativity around you I would just like secretly do it and then just go there's like if you don't do it now you're never gonna do it when you before you moved here obviously you started to apply to jobs here so that when you got here you actually had one That's hard. Um, how was that process because sometimes let's say for example you know, even myself, like sometimes I think of like, oh, like I want to go to this other state or whatever. And um, I would apply. But sometimes the job requires you to be there. They don't they don't. Um, uh, what's that called? They don't pay for your move or they see right away that you're not from there. And um, they automatically disqualify you from obtaining that job. Like one of the things that one of my um uh, one of my like career advisors, people that uh, that I've met, um, has been to take a take out your address from your resume, yeah, and um, but sometimes like you know, is it beneficial for them to know that you're moving, that you're from another a different state? Like, what if they ask you to like, you know, come and you know do like a like a, a job interview yeah. a week from now or something like that? Like, what was your what was your process for that? Yeah, so, well, we were working together. Um, I had mentally checked out of that job, like, months before I actually left. So I would just, like, leave the office and, like, take, like, a 30-minute break and do, like, phone interviews. Like, I had, like, I remember, like, I was in, like, the little studio. And, like, Tiffany's like, yeah, like, this is in the studio. And I was on phone interviews. Like, I had, um, oh, my God, I had, like, three or four interviews um, that I did over the phone and they all knew like before I applied for the job like I'm like hey like this is my move date and I didn't even have a move date I just like gave them like a, when I thought that I would be moving so hold on this was on your on your so you applied to the job and then on your cover letter you you did kind of like let them know yeah, I was like, hey, I mean, you know whatever I told about I talked about my experience in New York and I was like um 
you know, like I will be moving to Dallas, Texas on this day and I'm willing to start working on this day kind of thing. And I just gave them dates, even though I didn't even have those set dates in my, like my plan. I hadn't even like planned my move with like the whole truck or anything until after that. But I feel like because I gave myself those specific dates, like for the job, that's what helped me like with the actual move at the end. And you, and you never thought of like, oh, what if I don't get a what what if I don't get um, a job in three months? You just like said to yourself like I need whatever whatever kind of job I can get, I will get. Yeah, and then so I did the three months. And granted, like it might sound like a lot, but it's not like that's not right. It's like five hundred twenty-five dollars twice is what I paid for one month in uh, New York. So I basically paid like one month rent in New York, but it actually was like equivalent to two months here. Um, and then I had like money money in my savings to be able you know to fall up back on and feed myself and things like that um but you know what was another good thing i had like a going away party and everybody gave me money so <laughs> i had like gas money and like visa gift cards and all that good stuff so like i was able to like depend on that as well um and i ended up taking a pay cut which i think a lot of people like if you're moving like that's something that you most likely will have to do like at my first job i definitely took a pay cut um and I was there for like six months until I could actually find something that was like in my, you know, I could use my degree and um, do like media stuff. And what about, you know, um, being like, did you ever get like super homesick or like depressed or anything? You know, I know you, your family moved here after you did, mm-hmm. but um was, were, was there ever a time where you're like, oh, my God, I don't think I can do this? And how did you get over that? Like, you know? Um, I honestly wasn't that homesick because I was so focused on trying to find a job that I was like, I need to worry about myself because if I don't find a job, like, I'm going to fail at this whole, like, move or whatever. Um, and But once I got a job... Um, I thought that I would be, like, you know, a little bit sad then and stuff. But then I started making friends and stuff. So it wasn't, like, I never really gave myself time to be sad. I, I feel like you've also kind of delved into kind of, like, what you were talking about earlier where, like, you got to know yourself and, and things like that. And in the spirit of, like, you know, making friends and being social and whatnot, one thing that you did was start in this pole dancing class here and I thought that was fantastic because now you have like this other group of friends, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it's like an activity that you do after work and it's something to keep you kind of like motivated, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So like, you know how January 1st, everybody's like, oh my God, I got to work out, I got to lose weight, I'm going to go get a gym membership kind of thing. Like, that's just a thing. So I was like, I want to do something like active for the new year. And I took one pole dancing class one time on like a Tinder date and I was like, hmm I like this so I signed up for like I my girlfriend actually bought me like a Groupon for a month of like free classes and I went almost every single day and I was like this is like I'm addicted like I want to keep doing it and I ended up buying like a year membership um so I go like at least five days out of the week and yeah now like I met somebody there who's actually like from the Bronx went to like the same like you know group of high schools that we went to and stuff so I've met people that way and stuff. And I'm like, the only way that I can be okay living here is if I make friends and I meet people and stuff like that. So that was one thing where, like, I'm being active, I'm being social. um, And it's, like, really good for, like, 
confidence building and stuff like that so um so i know that you kind of like settled yourself here but we were having a conversation and you were actually thinking about going somewhere else and i feel like because you've done this move and you've been here for what a year a year um and you it's kind of like yeah like a, a year and a few months right um it's kind of it's so much easier for you to say oh well, i can just do this again in another state and you know like when when you told me like oh maggie i'm thinking about like moving again i'm like what but you just got there like what what's going on so, so is it is it kind of like one of like riding a bike kind of like okay i did it once it was hard but i know now that i can that i can do it and why do you first of all how do you feel about that and second why do you want to leave texas um i think like you said i kind of have like i'm in the I'm in that mode. I'm like, okay, if I could do it one time, I could do it a thousand other times. And it's not that I want to, like, leave Texas because I don't like it. It's just, like, kind of tired of it. You know, like, I feel like I've been here for a year and I want to go somewhere else. Like, I want to experience something else. And Texas is just, um, it's just not me. You know, like, I like it. I enjoy it. It's, like, it's fun and stuff. But it's just also, like, Texans are just so, like proud and cocky and like texas is basically its own country and me and my girlfriend make fun of like texas all the time because it's just like it's just texas and they're like no like we are like separate from the united states of america kind of thing like they have their own way of doing things and i'm just like i'm not into that you know so i don't know i just feel like i am willing to like go somewhere else and now that i'm here i don't know if i would want to go somewhere where it's cold again mm-hmm. it's like an experience that um, will definitely shape you because I know that anywhere you go now, you have this experience as like your backup. Like, okay, I already did this. Like what we were just talking about. And even even if your move, your second move is gonna be a little different, you still have like the basics of like okay, packing, you know, or obtaining that job, um, saving, and all of those things. All of those skills are still are still there. So I don't know. This is like so I I. This is so inspiring. Like I feel like I can go to, you know, even in the airport when I'm when I'm going back to New York and just like apply to like mad jobs in a, another place and like just just go right. So yeah, that's the that's the theme for today. Just go, you guys. Uh, thank you, Destiny, so much for doing this all over again. I'm so happy that you're here. I was like crying in the airport. Like my little Maggie's coming. I'm so happy. I love you. Now we're definitely We're two minutes from the mall. Yeah, so. we're two minutes from the mall and definitely like shopping here in Texas. I'm gonna when I went to when I went to Florida, I actually like compare prices to New York and now I'm gonna do it to Texas now and yeah. I know I'm gonna cry because I'm gonna see things that are gonna be so cheap. You know, but um so so yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um I hope that you guys got inspired. Um because of this move and everything that we were talking about and, and don't be afraid to to go out there and do it um, but still be safe and still you know be smart with your with your money um, but don't be afraid yeah yep. I love it <laughs>